day 34 of the Red Letter Challenge, the week of going. Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. Luke 8, 39. This may sound strange, but I find it difficult to pray with my wife. You would think that because I'm a pastor and we are both Christians that this would come naturally to us, but we don't pray together as often as we should. In fact, it's challenging for me to get into deep conversations about faith at home. I think there are two reasons for this. One is my job. I'm a pastor and so I get into these conversations all the time. Often the last thing I want to do when I get home is more of my job. I love God, but I want to relax, take a break from it, and turn on a ball game sometimes. The second reason is myself. My family knows me better than anyone else. They see me as a pastor boldly declaring the word of God and then they see me at home boldly failing to put it into practice. They see my failures and my faults. So how can I lead them into conversations about faith? It is often hard to share God and the things he is doing in my life with your family. They know you better than anyone else and so they are the first to know when you fail. Does this mean I don't have to lead my family or bring up godly conversation in the home or teach my children about God? Should I leave that up to someone else? I bet you already know the answer. Heck no, it is my responsibility. You might not be a pastor like me, but I bet if you are a young parent, you can relate to being tired. I have many long, hard days at work, and the last thing that I want to do when I get home is to be Mr. Dad. Fortunately, my kids are a bit older these days, but it wasn't too long ago that our evenings included changing diapers, feeding my kids food they don't like, hearing them fuss about it, throwing them into the bath, putting their pajamas on, reading bedtime stories and praying with one while the other one makes a mess, help cleaning up that mess, praying with the second child, tucking him in, in, and finally being able to rest. You have moments of joy and excitement with children, but sometimes taking care of my kids is the last thing I want to do. And yet, even in the midst of all of it, I find parenting satisfying. There is this sense that I'm doing what God has called me to do right now. Sometimes pouring into your family and being a presence at home is difficult, yet when we are present and following God in these roles, we are satisfied. You've probably heard some statistics about how important family time is, yet it seems families are spending less and less quality time together. Time Magazine posted this insight. Studies show that the more often families eat together, the less likely kids are to smoke, drink, do drugs, get depressed, develop eating disorders, and consider suicide, and the more likely they are to do well in school, delay having sex, eat their vegetables, learn big words, and know which fork to use. It may not sound like a big deal to have a family dinner together, but clearly it's important. And what's most important is spending time together doing things that glorify God. In these moments, we can tell our kids about God and what He's done. He has sent His Son, Jesus, to die on the cross for our sins so we might have grace and be ushered into a life where we want to follow after Him. That's the most amazing gift we could ever ask for. He's done a lot of other things for us as well. Who better to share that with than our own family? It doesn't matter what our job is. It doesn't matter how tired we are. We are called to be witnesses, and especially in our own family. Before we go out and proclaim to the world who God is, let's first remember that we are living out our faith in our home. How can you be a better witness of God's love today? Are there ways you can engage in godly conversation more often? Do you pray with your spouse? All of these questions are good to consider when talking about declaring what God has done in our homes. In this story, Jesus meets a demon-possessed man and heals him. 
The natural response of the man who were healed was to proclaim that Jesus had done to everyone, including his family. Luke 8, verses 27 through 33 and 37b through 39. As Jesus was getting out of the boat, he was met by a man from that town. The man had demons in him. He had gone naked for a long time and no longer lived in a house but in a graveyard. The man saw Jesus and screamed. He knelt down in front of him and shouted, Jesus, Son of God in heaven, what do you want with me? I beg you not to torture me. He said this because Jesus had already told the evil spirit to go out of him. The man had often been attacked by the demon, and even though he had been bound with chains and leg irons and kept under guard, he smashed whatever bound him. Then the demon would force him out into lonely places. Jesus asked the man, What is your name? He answered, My name is Lots. He said this because there were lots of demons in him. They begged Jesus not to send him to the deep pit where they should be punished. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. So the demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and Jesus let them go. Then the demons left the man and went into the pigs. The whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. When Jesus got into the boat to start back, the man who had been healed begged to go with him. But Jesus sent him off and said, Go back home and tell everyone how much God has done for you. The man then went all over town, telling everyone what Jesus had done for him. Today's challenge is at some point today, gather your family or roommates or friends and share what God has done for you. This might be over dinner. Pray with your family and have everyone in the family pray at least one sentence. Try and do this as a family for one week if you or every week. If you don't want to pray, don't know what to pray, you can start by thanking Him for all the things that He has done and has given you.